This episode of Voices in My Head is brought to you by Podbean. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. Visit podbean.com voices to find out more. That's podbean.com voices. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes, or by tweeting at me, at Rick Lee James on Twitter, and please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James. I'm so glad that you are here with us today for this podcast. It's going to be a great episode with my new friend, Jason Scott. Jason has been a youth minister for 25 years in Alabama and Florida and Georgia. He's also a graduate of Auburn, Univer- uh, excuse me, Auburn University and Asbury Theological Seminary. Uh, he's married to Jennifer, has been married for 21 years. He has a son, Jackson, who is 19 and a freshman in college, a daughter, Catherine, who is 13 and is in the 8th grade. And he currently serves as the minister to students at Roswell United Methodist Church in Roswell, Georgia. And he is the founder of the Worship Collective, a collection of those people called to lead worship, whether it be on or off stage. Jason Scott, welcome to Voices in My Head this week. Thank you so much, Rick Lee. Appreciate you having me on and uh, and have, have listened to some of your shows. Love them. Do a great job. And, and uh, I'm a big fan of yours as well because... Uh, you are a member of that collective. so Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you for your kind yeah. words. I'm looking forward to talking to you about this today. And I'm I'm new to the Worship Collective, and so I, even being a member, I'm still learning more about it and meeting new people from it. And I love the idea. And I wanted to give our listeners here on Voices in My Head, especially those who lead worship or are active in any way in their churches or, or in any way in services of worship, uh, to just hear some of the benefits of of being a part of the worship collective what the worship collective is kind of where it came from so we're going to have a good conversation today and Mm -hmm. i appreciate your time so let's start out today just with what is the worship collective just explain to us uh give us the elevator pitch so to speak if you've never heard of it before uh give the listeners uh the view of what it is sure absolutely as you said i've I've been serving youth ministry really all of my adult life uh, since I was in college and um, have done that for years and years. And one of the biggest issues that we always have is when we go to have a camp or when we have a retreat or a conference or anything, we would go to try to find worship leaders and speakers for those things. Well, 
uh, it turned out to be a really hard thing. The best way to do that would be to either uh, find people you knew and your own network, local people, whatever. And it, a lot of times it was a hit or miss, and you didn't know how good they were, what one person thinks might be good. Another church may not think it's good. So it was always a battle and a struggle to find uh, people who were called to lead worship or or speak in some way at your retreat or uh, or conference. And so um, about, I'd say, in 2013, we actually launched the Worship Collective. Uh, and it was a little bit different idea. We said, we want to do this. This was a struggle. This was a, a, an issue we wanted to find a solution to. So we we said, cool, let's do this. And, and I gathered up a handful of 15 or so worship leaders and speakers, and we began a grassroots movement of pushing these guys and telling everybody about them. Well, uh, between me still in seminary and my wife being uh, working, we, we didn't have the time nor the uh, devotion to the project as we should. And and it kind of faltered a little bit. And so we we put it on the shelf for a few years. And about a year ago or so, I was having a conversation with one of my best friends. And I, and I just kept coming back to this idea. When I was looking for, again, looking for a worship leader for a retreat we were going to have in February, I just... I said, you know, there's got to be a way we can do this, and it just—it's such a—it's such a thing that I know there should be a solution, and, and I believe in this worship collective. But I don't want to be in the booking business. What we were doing before is we would get these people, and we would basically be their booking agency. Well, that took a lot of time and effort for both of my wife and I to be in full-time jobs and and family and school and everything else, and then you have to basically be the representative or, or booking agent for these artists. Sure. Um, and, and, and I didn't like it, the idea that actually, to be honest, that churches or organizations could just go around us too. Mm. There's no contract with these guys. They're all independently uh, working with us. And so anybody could just contact them separately and go around us. So we just thought, what's a better way to do this? And my friend said, uh, subscription. I said, I don't even understand what you mean. He's like, you really should do it more like Netflix. Hmm. And Netflix is such a huge thing right now. There's subscriptions for everything. People are so used to that. And I said, yeah, but the, how does that work? And how do we, how do I um, verify that someone's good and all that stuff? And he sure. said, he said, uh, well, do it like you would VRBO or or one of these other sites. Um, do it with a rating system. And so that's kind of how the whole thing literally came about. We started spawning – that spawned the idea. We started doing some creative. I met with some uh, worship – I mean some website designers, and it really just – that's literally how the whole thing started and um, kind of evolved into what it is now. We just launched – about six weeks ago, we're we're still very new. Sure. Uh, we've we've got about twenty or so, including yourself, who understand what we're doing and believe in it. Um, and we're just trying to get the word out that we believe there should be a, a basically a database for those people who are called to lead worship, as we said, either on stage or off. Uh, whether you're speaking, whether you're singing, playing instruments, uh, running sound, running lights, tech, anything. If you're 
if you're called lead worship and help in worship some way and people need to find you, we want you to be part of the collective so they can find you. Sure. Well, and, and what a great That may be a long elevator ride. No, that was good. That was a, it was a perfect elevator ride. That was good. It gave everybody yeah. a good idea. Yeah. And so that tells a little bit of what uh, you do on your end on the website. And so what I thought would be kind of fun to do today as we talk together, uh, I have the site open. And so if you're a person that's looking, let's say, to book someone for a retreat or a worship event or just you're doing maybe something special at your church and, and you're looking for somebody wondering who's out there. Uh, and I certainly know how that is. And you'd like to find somebody that is good quality and um, and really, you know, has the right heart for ministry. And one thing I like about your site is you can go to the site, which, by the way, the website is theworshipcollective.com. I want everybody to know that, theworshipcollective.com. And when you go there, there's a button that says Search the Collective. And when they push the button to search the collective, there'll be some different options. It'll say uh, the different needs you might be looking for, like Find right. A, and, and then there are some check boxes. So if you're looking for Find A Worship Leader or Band, or Find A Production Person, or Find A Musician, or Find A Speaker, things like that. And it allows users to put in keywords and search different locations so you can hopefully find somebody that's near you. And I think that's an incredible resource and a help to a lot of different um, people on there. And so since this is a new Absolutely. launch, it's a great time for us to be talking about it and, and trying to help people find that. Uh, I know that a lot of pastors and, and organizers of events can really use a tool like this and find it to be uh, extremely helpful. Um, I'm, I'm curious what kind of um, have feedback have you been getting so far? Have you been getting feedback? I know it's very new into the process, but uh, has, it, sure. has it been good so far? Absolutely. We, uh, we, we've been able to connect a few people so far. Uh, people have called and said, I look on there and I, and I see, but I don't really know. Here's what I need. Uh, and then we kind of, kind of direct them that way. And, and it's mostly a regional thing. We've had a couple of phone calls from Florida. And so they, they small churches, they don't have a huge budget, so they need somebody more local. I think that's what one of the greater advantages of the worship collective would be finding regional people, people close by who are willing to travel. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wouldn't be that much of a, a travel for them, a journey for them. And smaller churches who can't afford huge names can reach out to people and find people. Uh, right now, just among the, the 20 or so that we have, we have people who are just getting started and we have seasoned veterans like yourself. Um, mm -hmm. From from the whole gamut, and that, and 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 one of the questions was when they called said, well, how do we, you know, how do we determine a price range? And we decided a while back not to put that on there. We mm -hmm. we want that to be a conversation that the person has with the church. We want we we don't want you to be labeled by an amount because it's, it's all relative. Uh, mm -hmm. How how do you how do you put on there that you're going to how much you charge for a single worship service versus a conference versus a whole weekend versus I have to travel to California versus something that's right in my back door. So Certainly. it's just it's very relative to that to that effect. So we just needed to needed to let that conversation happen with the people who are looking uh, and the the members of the collective dictate that by how they create their site we yeah. allow them to put pictures up they can put youtube videos or or video links to their own things they have a bio and they can write as much or as little as they want to on there 
They can write references. They can give as much information as it may think helps people uh, find out who they are. So, sure. um, and, and that's what we were really looking at. A lot of the larger churches have resources to be able to pull these kind of things off. But I started out in small churches and have worked medium and large sized churches. And and um, in today's world, we have so many people who have this desire to lead worship and can do so uh, and be connected to these, even the smaller churches to help them lead and help them uh, hone their task and, and get better at it and and sure. and all the while serve those local churches as well. So and and I'll tell you what I like about this uh, as as someone who both works at a church part time but also is traveling full time. You know, it's it's I do a lot of different things, so I'm mm-hmm. kind of on both sides of this. So I'm somebody mm-hmm. who is always looking for new places to play and trying to make new connections. But I'm also one that's looking for other people to come. You know, on occasion mm-hmm. to come be at my church. And I like the fact that I I feel like this is very accessible. Because because the, the pricing, uh, if you're a worship leader, for one thing, um, is not very expensive at all. It's it's $9.99 a month, I think, if, if yeah. that's uh, what I remember correctly. Uh, right. Or you can do a yearly plan for $89.99. Um, mm-hmm. And the benefit of that, again, you're in this uh, database, which is growing, which helps people to be able to, to find you online. And all of us have our own networks, and sometimes we get lost in our own little place. And any time that I've talked to people in the past about working with a booking agency or whatever, it always seems to be, well, you know, pay us all this money up front and we'll, <laughs> you know, we'll yeah. work with you. Right. And then you have to start charging X and Y. And so the thing that I really like as a worship leader uh, on on this end of thing or someone who's going to be booked through the worship collective is that you allow the artist to kind of set their own price if the artist wants to come for a love offering um, yeah, the worship, exactly. I say I say artist but I mean worship leader when I say sure. that um, so, yeah. or, or mm-hmm. a speaker or whoever speaker. they can say you know what I this is very close to my home I can see mm-hmm. this is a small church and I want to help out so you know what, what can we do and I love that that way everybody as you said they can set their own thing and everybody has a different feeling about this. Some people have no problem saying, "Well, I need a thousand dollars in order to make this happen." Right, and right. other people, and other people go, "I just need to serve, and I, I want to do it however I can." And this allows everybody to be on that platform together. So, uh, I think it's a great idea, and uh, just and I think that's a great point as well because it really is should be up to the person and be dictated how much they want to charge or not charge at all. Uh, one of the greatest um, advices I had ever heard was from Roger Davis, who is one of the uh, founders of youth ministry, uh, YM360, uh, and I'm based out of Birmingham. And people, he had told me that people call him all the time, ask him how can they be speakers? How can they go speak at camps and conferences? And he said the number one thing he tells them all the time is just go do it as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. If you don't get paid, whether you get paid or you don't get paid, just go do it. Anytime you're ever asked, just go do it. You you learn by situations. You learn to be in different settings, learning from different people. And uh, so so just do it as much as you can. And so that's kind of what we had in mind as well. Yeah. So whether you, whether you do it for free, whether you do it for a cost, whether you do it for an offering, whatever it is, go do it as much as you can. And we hope to help people get connected by to the people who are looking for them. 
Well, that's that's fantastic. Now, yeah. uh, what what questions are you asked most often uh, whenever people are inquiring about the Worship Collective, or maybe there's not a common question, but what are some of the questions you are often asked? Yeah, that's mostly it. Is how much you know? People want to say, "Well, I see this person. How much are they?" Or, or really, right now, the biggest question is, uh, "Why should we be a part of this? What what benefits do we have uh, to to be a part of the collective?" And uh, and that's really probably the the number one most asked question that we have. Because right now, our biggest focus is to try to. Uh, increase the size of the collective as much as possible, get as many people on there as possible, so we can promote it as usable all across the country. Sure. Uh, if we're regional, if we only have people in the south, you know, people in the east or I mean in the west coast are not going to ever look at our site because it's strictly uh, regional to the south. So we want to have as many people across the country as, as we can to make it uh, accessible for everyone. Yeah. So what are the benefits is, is exactly that, is to try to get the word out, and that's our job. Our job is to promote the site and, re, and in return promote our uh, members, our, the members of our uh, community is really what we're trying to form. We'd love to see it as a, as a place people can come and learn more about worship, learn how they can lead better, learn how they can serve better, uh, and it forms not just as a network, uh, but as a community. Uh, worship leaders to come and find musicians when their drummer backs out on them for the last minute. You know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> now, not that drummers would ever do anything like that. I'm <laughs> not drummers, uh, no. No, no. <laughs> but, well, but and, trying to and really some... form that community—that's the biggest thing. Yeah, and and sometimes that does happen. You know, just on occasion, somebody gets sick, or you just need, uh, sure. you know, a change of plan, kind of last minute, and and you'd like to know who's around you and who's available. But it's also great to know, you know, for a future event, you might want to bring in somebody from across the country or even out of the country. Maybe, you know, I've I've traveled out of the country on occasion to do music, and uh, it's always a, a wonderful experience. So um, I think this is something really neat, and and I'm glad to sort of be on the. Uh, on the early end of this, because I think this can be a great tool for many people in the church. And uh, honestly, that's one thing that uh, I, I get asked about a lot, too, from pastors. Uh, they'll say, hey, we need somebody, you know, that could lead worship. And they're always asking me. And, and now it gives me a resource to say, well, hey, if I'm not available right now, why don't you check uh, the worshipcollective.com because there may be some people um, that are available when I'm not or something like that and I like the the community that that can build and bring about that we can actually use it to help each other Absolutely. so I, I wanted to to tell our listeners today who are listening um, if you do go to the worshipcollective.com the website uh, at the bottom of the page there's actually a sign up maybe you're just curious to to find out more about it you can uh, go to a section that says sign up to receive our weekly emails and you can put in your name and your email address and that can help you mo know more about um, what the resources are that the worship collective has so I want to encourage all of the listeners who think this might be a good tool for them to maybe just start there go and, and add your email to the list and find out more uh, from the emails that are sent out from the site yeah. because you can get a lot of information from that and it actually helps both of you because it provides uh, those of you listening who would sign up it gives you good information and it helps the worship collector uh, collective to have 
uh, more resources as far as people to reach out to as well. Um, so I, I love the aspect of community. Um, and we're also on Instagram and Facebook. People can find us there and, and keep up with what's going on and and uh, how they can be a part of it as well. And right now, uh, Ripley, I would love to offer up a, um, a, a special just for your listeners. If they do see it as something they'd like to be a part of and want to join the collective, uh, we give them um, a $10 off. Uh, if they want to join the yearly rate, so it'll only be seventy-nine ninety-nine, $10 off. If they would use the code where it says discount code, enter the code Rick Lee James, no spaces, all one word, Rick Lee James, they can get $10 off if they sign up in the next few weeks. Well, that's wonderful. And I have to tell you, I think this is the first time ever that I have ever been a code in my life. So that's great. Uh, and now, a discount it, code at that. Right? That's right. That's right. I'm not just a code. I'm a discount code. Um, now, did did you say whether it was all lowercase or uppercase or does it matter? It, it, it doesn't that? matter. It, does I it think matter? it's all lowercase, but it, I don't think it matters. Just as long as it's all no spaces. Well, that's a very kind offer for you to make sure. to our listeners today. We do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm excited to finally get to have a conversation with you because we've kind of been doing it over email for a couple of months now, and then the mm-hmm. holidays came, and the holidays just in themselves, especially for church people, are very busy, and then I've been in the midst of getting for a, a new album release, and it's just been totally hectic, so I, I kind of dropped the ball for a while, but we finally made this happen, and I'm so glad that we did. And uh, it's great to meet you. Before we uh, end our conversation today, we have a few minutes left. You're still good on time? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let me just ask you a couple of personal questions about sure. you that, that maybe you're not even uh, related to the collective, but uh, just in getting to know you a little bit more. So you've been in youth ministry for uh, 25 years, and uh, that's that's uh, kind of makes you a legend in the youth ministry field. <laughs> well, I don't, know if, I don't know if that's a – yeah, maybe an urban myth. I don't know about a legend. <laughs> an yeah. urban myth. Is, uh, is that something that you feel like you'll probably be doing the rest of your ministry career it seems like you must have a, a real call to that, or I'm just curious. I'm always interested to find sure. out about people and where they feel led. Until God shows me another direction, I uh, we when my when my son, as we mentioned before, who's 19 now, began to almost enter into the youth world into middle school. I we we had some serious conversations, my wife and I, and, and God together, and said, you know, if this is something we're going to do. Uh, then we want to do this and do it well, but I don't want to be the only influence in my son's life. So we were at a, a, a decent-sized church, but I was the only youth staffer there. Uh, I was the main main person, had some great volunteers. So I, I said, I want to go somewhere that um, either either I'm going to get out of this and help somebody be the youth pastor to my son and my children, or I'm going to go somewhere where I can have a team of people who can be that influence to them as well. And, mm-hmm. and we were, we were blessed to be able to um, go to a, a larger church to where we had a staff and a team and, and we moved over to Georgia from Alabama and we've been over on this, this side of the line for um, about 10, 11 years now. Um, and so we've we've been blessed to 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 be here and to to be a part of this. Um, and so I, you know, until 
until God calls me to do something else, this is what I do. And, and the other conversations we've had is my daughter's now 13, eighth grade. And I'd love to, if, if it's possible and, and, and is in the plans, I'd love to see her finish, uh, go through high school before we, we moved on to something else. So, uh, you never know, you never know. We, wow. we love the idea of the collective and would love to see it take off and it might be something that we look at full time if it gets there or we, yeah. you know, you never know. Just, uh, just trying to keep our hearts and, and minds open to what God leads us to and, and be receptive to that. Well, that's terrific. I, and I appreciate you just sharing a little bit of your own story and your ministry experience. Mm -hmm. One more question for you, sure. and then uh, we'll probably call it a day for today. But uh, I know that in ministry we have a lot of moments where, uh, you know, God allows us to be a part of uh, some really great things in ministry. Um, can, can you think of, of one really great moment that uh, you have just been – and I know this will be hard to narrow down, but is there a great <laughs> moment in, in the years of ministry that you've done that God's allowed you to be a part of that you could just say, I'm just so proud that I got to be a part of that? You know, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Having done it so long now um, and and not being ordained yet, I've graduated seminary and I'm in the process and it's been a, it's a long, long, tedious process at the United Methodist Church. And mm -hmm. I've taken some time off and re, and then revived that process again. And, and that's been a, that's, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast for another <laughs> that's day. That's for but, sure. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not finished with that process yet. So I'm not able to do uh, weddings or, or those kind of things, but I've been asked many times by students to be a part of those. So, when I when I get a chance to be a part of those next step big next step moments of former students, um, I think those are always those things. Um, no, notably, to go and be there when I've had a couple of students who were ordained who have gone into full time ministry and got to lay hands on them and pray over them when they were ordained or graduated seminary or or whatever. Those are always my you know, my, my proud papa moments, I guess, when when you've had people kind of uh, hear their own call on their lives from God and, and they're not doing something that uh, we have urged them to do, but they know that this is truly their calling and, and what, what God has called them to do, to be a part of those things that have been great. Well, that's terrific. Well, yeah. th those are great things to be proud mm -hmm. of. And let me just say I'm proud of you for all that you're doing. And it's... it's uh, Having just one ministry is enough, but then uh, to take on other things in addition to that, like the Worship Collective, I think that's great. And uh, all of us listening, we we could probably all echo what I'm saying, that we're proud of what you're doing and, and just wish you all the best. I'm so glad to be a part of it and to finally get to meet you and have this conversation today. Well, so I want to tell you real quick, congratulations as well on the new launch, on the, on the new album. Oh, well, thank I, you. Yeah, a chance thank to check you. some of it out and... And we're going to be pushing it, promoting it through the collective as well. So congratulations oh, on that. It's great. Well, I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fe February 8th is coming fast when it yeah. releases. So I'm so excited about that. That's but, great. Um, well, thank you so much. Again, I want to just remind everyone listening, it's theworshipcollective.com. You can go and find out a lot of good information there on the website. Jason Scott, thank you for being one of the voices in my head this week. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, 
Get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.